Hello, welcome to Sands Podcast. Today's episode, there's going to be a mini one, so I'm not going to do like the intro with the break, little weird shit, whatever I usually do. Um, So I'm going to talk about right place, right time. So I left off the last episode talking about this new kind of like hip kind of gym. So it's a gym. I went on a tour of it a little while ago and it was just I got a really bad vibe from it um because it's just not the kind of gym where people go to work out basically it's like a gym people go to say they go there and to look cute you can tell it's like that like everyone in there is just way too concerned about the way they look and I've been to, to gyms where there's models there actresses there and I've never seen people like this um like I guess you would say self-aware during their workout or just like kind of like try to look that good before they worked out it's very strange and and based on what the tour guide said most of the people who work there are in finance and I've been to gyms with people who work work well with the stock market and they were not like that so it was very strange I've never seen a gym with that many people who were like look like they were ready to go to a party basically um and there were other things about that. It just didn't seem like people were there to work out. It was very odd. Uh, it, and I was explaining in the other episode that if you go to a lot of bars, you just know if a bar is a good fit for you. And I'm like that with gyms. I just kind of know when it's a good fit. And I can tell you the vibe of a gym or like the, the type of people that go there based on the way it looks and the way it feels and smells and stuff. It sounds creepy, but it's just, I've gone to so many. And it's the same thing with bars or lounges or clubs. Anyone who goes to a lot of those places is going to be able to tell you instantly just what kind of people go there and probably even how much the drinks are and stuff just by walking in. So it was one of those things. Um, and I, the material world part of me, <laughs> so the part of me that, I guess you would say the flesh part of me is like, no way, I do not want to go here. This is not my kind of gym. I'm going to be so uncomfortable. No. <laughs> That's the the larger part of my brain is telling me that. But there's this weird little part of my brain that is like, go. There's some reason that you need to be in this gym. I don't know. And I started explaining this, but I have this, I'm in New York City, and I have this weird habit of knowing someone everywhere I go or someone like I could get a new job in a different area and three people who work there will know three different people that I know that are not related to the job and that are from three different places like everywhere I go there's someone I know or there's someone who knows someone I know and I'm not a talkative person I don't know that many people I'm not like a popular person but for some reason everywhere I go I see somebody I know it's like a weird thing with me and I can't explain. I really cannot explain it because I've been very quiet. I don't make a lot of friends, but for some reason, everywhere I go, there's somebody that knows people that I know, that I've worked with, that I've gone to school with, that I've um, known from going to the gym. It's just always, that always happens to me. So that's why when I got that weird feeling, I'm like, either I'm going to see somebody who I know who's very random that needs something or that needs to be told something, or I'm going to kind of in passing say something to someone 
who really needs to hear that, who would not have heard it otherwise. Now, one thing already happened when I was leaving, actually, I saw an older, kind of older woman, maybe like 60, standing there. And she was like, it was hot. And she was like leaning over on the scaffolding, um, which is like what they put up when they're doing building construction in the city. And she had a little bag. And then I tapped her on the shoulder and I asked her if she's okay. And she gave me, of course, this New York, she gave me a dirty look first. And then I asked her again and she was like, yeah, she nodded and she smiled at me. And I just smiled. I did a thumbs up. That's like my thing that I do. <laughs> it's so awkward. Every time I talk to like a stranger, I do a thumbs up after. Like if I give money to somebody, I just always do it. It's so stupid. But yeah, I guess I'm trying to like show I don't have a weapon. Like I'm not crazy. <laughs> but um, so I was talking a little in the last episode. I started to explain that I'm very like in touch with myself, which sounds weird. Or I guess you would say really in touch with with God, or some some people will say their inner voice. If you don't believe in God, that's what I'm talking. That to me is God. Um, I've kind of even before becoming a follower of, of God, I always was very aware of like the little voice in my head, and I feel sometimes when that little voice comes out of me, it's not even me because it just doesn't it just feels different when I'm talking from that place of just feeling like something needs to be said like when I spoke to the woman I just felt like I needed to say I walked by her at first and then I walked back I think I talked about this another episode but I walked by her and then I walked back and I said it and I felt so stupid but something in me was like no you have to like you have to do this you have to talk to her. You have to say this. Like, that's how it happens in my head. And maybe someone listening is, like, a psychologist and like, oh, you're just insane. It's not It's not insanity. If anything, it's a, a very heightened level of intuition, which to me, intuition is when all of the different parts of your brain work together. So I believe it's God. But if you look at it from a scientific perspective, I do believe it it's an extremely heightened intuition that I feel would not be possible without God at all. Um, and in that, so point is that happens to me a lot and I'm kind of anticipating that it's going to happen to me a lot when I'm in the gym, which is, it's, it's kind of weird that I feel like that because, um, this is a gym where it's classes, but I'm not going to be taking classes. I'm going to be like on my own and using the, like using the facilities without taking classes. Um, and that's a little bit odd for them, but it's still an option. Uh, so I'm not going to have any real opportunity to speak to anybody. So that's another reason why I'm like, why do I feel like that? Why do I feel like this is going to happen? Why do I feel like there's a, something drawing me to this gym? So I don't know, maybe it's, you know, they have a promotion for the first two. I still haven't gone yet. Um, I went on the tour about a month ago. But, um, yeah, it's just this very, very odd feeling. And um, I just really want to figure out what it is, I guess, and see if it's maybe it really is just in my head this time. Maybe I just... Maybe I'm, it's just a curiosity. Maybe I've just changed and I just want to see what it's like to, to do something different. Um, but I really don't think that's what it is. I really do feel like 
God wants me to go to this gym, regardless of what I feel about it. It's just not... just a very odd feeling that I have about it that I haven't really had for a very long time actually for probably near 10 years because there was another actually another gym that I went to where I got that same feeling and I ended up going there for a really long time um but that one was a little more of no it was the same thing it was the same kind of thing actually but when I went to that, that gym the first time, no one was there except for the instructor. Um, so I don't know if that's what it is. Because, of course, 10 years ago, I was pretty much a kid. And um, I, I don't really know what's going to happen. But I, I just really, I guess I'm trying to say and, and teach by explaining this here that it's very important to listen to that weird little voice that you get sometimes. And I know everybody gets it. I don't care what anybody says. Everybody gets that weird little thought in their brain, like either this is something's wrong and I need to move or like, you know, I don't know, if you're walking down the street, you get a little inkling to like move a different way. And then a car comes on the curb, like that kind of thing. Or just, I don't know. Or like maybe it's kind of like when you think about somebody and they call you. It's a little bit like that. But something bigger, a little bigger. So, yeah, that it's weird because now that I'm really talking about it, I haven't really talked about this with anyone. So now that I'm talking about it, it really does remind me of another gym I went to 10 years ago. Um, the circumstances are different in a lot of ways, but it's just some, it's that same kind of weird little inkling of a feeling of just like, I really feel like something is here. But this place was different because now, I mean, when I went to this first, the first gym, uh, 10 years ago, like I said, there was just one person there. I didn't have like a, a negative experience. Um, it was just the one person just didn't really seem like the right place for me but now at this place there, there was a whole lot of people when I went and it was like crowded and you know the girls I don't know if this is obvious but I'm a girl <laughs> the girls uh at the front desk were kind of like not having it with me like they were just kind of like looking at me like I was an alien <laughs> and like not really like I was standing right next to the desk they weren't talking to me they weren't like they never greeted me, like, it was weird, like, I really felt uncomfortable, (laughs) and when I left, I'm like, why do I feel like I have to go there, what is it, do I feel, and at first, I was like, maybe I feel like I need to prove myself, like, if I come back, and I see what I can do, how good I am at the gym, (laughs) then they're gonna be like, oh, we misunderstood it, like, I, I went through that in my head, and I'm like, is that what it is? I'm like, nah, I don't give a crap about that. I'm, because regardless, I'm not going to work out harder because a girl that I don't like is there. Like, I, I've been through that so many times in my life. It's really, at this point, it's really nothing. Because like, I guess I kind of look younger than I am a little bit. Not that much, though. So. so I just don't really take people younger than me seriously. 
like not to be disrespectful but like if people are more than two years younger than me or even if you're a year younger than me and you're looking at me like that like like we're in high school I don't like I don't care you're there's something wrong with you like you need to grow up for sure um, I mean that's a whole nother topic though but yeah, so I think just sometimes just because you feel uncomfortable somewhere, it doesn't mean you have to run away from that place. That's really the point I'm getting at. Um, I think especially if you have like kind of an inkling of something dra- dragging you there or dragging you there, like uh, kind of uh, uh, attracting you to... the the place it's really important to go with that at least go one time like you can't do that with a job I mean you can't do that with a job but probably if you walk into a job and it has a a a shit vibe you're probably not gonna apply for it so um I guess that's not really a good example but just don't don't be so quick to think something's not for you because it it probably isn't for you but maybe God needs you to be there and needs you to say something to somebody or maybe needs you maybe one day you'll have to save save somebody <laughs> and you might not be able to see that now but maybe you will need to save somebody God just needs to put you in that right position. Because I, I was talking in the other episode how God can't control outcomes all the time. And a lot of it is left up to us. But I do think sometimes when you get little pushes in directions like that. Like even taking a, like when I saw that woman, I was walking a way that I shouldn't have been walking. Like it was a block that like made no sense for me to go down. It was very random that I was even in that place. And so... Oh, I think I, this is in the last episode where I was saying that I saw the woman. I'm talking so much I can't remember what I'm saying. I saw a, a woman who looked sick and I stopped and I asked her if she was okay. So whatever. But the block I walked down in order to see that woman was very odd. It was, It didn't make sense for me to go down that block at all. It wasn't like where the train was. It wasn't where the gym was. It was just like a weird block that I don't think I've ever even been down in my life. I lived in the city my whole life, and I've never been on that block. So, um, that was weird for me to even go down there. But that's, I feel like that's an example of one of those little pushes. And you don't know if maybe that woman was about to kill herself. You don't know. You don't know if she was asking for a sign from God. And me saying that was her sign that gave her a new way of looking at God and at life. I don't know. I can never know that. And even... And I think I, I said this before, but even if someone could have seen me say that to her, maybe she didn't have any reaction to it and she just thought I was crazy. Somebody could have seen me say that to her and thought, wow, I can't believe there's still people in this world that are like that, that would say something to, to a stranger. Because in New York, people don't, strangers don't talk to each other. So um, you never know if something that small could make someone else not be afraid to tap the shoulder of somebody on the subway that looks like they're about to jump. Like, you don't know if the ramifications of your small acts of kindness. So, uh, I think it's really important to keep that in mind when you feel like, uh, I want to say something to this stranger, 
it feels awkward you should probably just say it <laughs> i guess maybe that's like the moral of, of what i'm trying to say the moral of the story but yeah sometimes you might just feel like i feel so uncomfortable even thinking about going to the gym because i just hate being around people that look at somebody and just make a snap judgment and just don't want to open people i mean open <laughs> don't want to accept people with open arms because i think a gym it's very important to be accepting in a gym because there's people that your weight and your amount of exercise really affect your happiness a lot especially as you get older so it, it scares me honestly when i see people who work in the front of gyms and have attitudes and kind of stick their nose up at people because somebody could come in there with a real problem and think, oh, I'm going to come here and change my life. And they could be morbidly obese. And because of the treatment of girls like that, they're not going to join. And that really breaks my heart. So it makes me angry when I see girls like that. I don't care. Like, I've been I've been through it with girls. They don't like me <laughs> for the most part. So I'm used to it. No matter what I do, other girls don't like me. So I don't really care. But you can just pray for them. But, um, yeah, that was one thing I really didn't like. It's just, it's just not right. If you're doing that to me and I'm a pretty normal looking person and I'm definitely not overweight, just imagine how you talk to somebody who's morbidly obese where, you know, sometimes it can cause skin issues and, at, you know, you can get adipose, I don't know how to say adipose, but adipose fat in the forehead and stuff in it. It just kind of distorts the face. It causes, can cause hair loss. Just think of someone like that trying to join the gym, how they would make fun of them and, you know, make them uncomfortable. And that person might have really liked the gym and really liked how it looked and, you know, really wanted to participate. So stuff like that really, really hurts me when I see people acting like that. But that's besides the point. Um, so someone's telling me to go there, even though I really don't want to. So I was saying either that means I'm going to see somebody that I knew a long time ago and this is like the only way I could have seen them is by being in this area or being at this location. Or I'm going to say something off cuff to somebody and it will be something important that they need to hear. Or it might be something a little more important like saying something, not saving somebody, but just it could be health related. Um never know so i think it's very important to sometimes be in what you feel is the wrong place at the right time i think that's very important so sometimes you might feel in your mind and your heart that this is this place isn't for me this job isn't for me and sometimes you just got to be outside that comfort zone to do god's work and it's not all the time it's not you know you don't have to constantly put yourself in uncomfortable situations because the situations you put yourself in that are comfortable are eventually going to become uncomfortable regardless. So that job you get that you love for three years, eventually something's going to happen and it's not going to be as good. We all know anybody who's worked knows that that's true. And a lot of times jobs that are shitty, if you stick around long enough, they get they can get okay. So I think it's very important to keep that in mind in your day-to-day -day life. You could be in the wrong place at the right time. And that's all it takes to really change your life and turn your life around, being in the wrong place at the right time. Yeah, I mean, really good or bad, but I'm talking about it in a, in a good way. So just 
you know, keep trying to pull yourself away from sin. And the more you do that, the more you're going to hear that voice of God guiding you. Because so the same way when you when you want to, like, let's say you really feel like you want to go out, you really feel like you want to drink. That's like the sinful side pulling you. Why do you even feel like that? I mean, that's a kind of intuition, too, that those cravings to do things you're not supposed to do. Or I feel they're like a kind of intuition towards sin the same way. Um, I have a craving to do good and I have an inclination to to believe that me being in this place that makes me uncomfortable is going to be beneficial for somebody else. I don't know how. I don't know if maybe even somebody will see me there that doesn't want me to see them and I won't even know who they are. Maybe I'll only go to this gym two times because they got a special for two times <laughs> and then I'm not going to go back. I don't know. No, I don't know. I feel like seriously, though, that there's something pulling me in there and I can't explain it. And I kind of don't like that. I can't explain it, to be honest, because I'm like, is it witchcraft? (laughs) Is it like there's something about it? And and I can't explain what it is. Just I really do feel that there's what I really feel. I feel like there's someone who I'm going to be talked to in the locker room that is going to really need me to say something where they wouldn't have heard it anywhere else. Cause I'm a very weird, I'm a very weird kind of friend. Like I'm the kind of person that I make one friend out of each friend group. Like in high school, it was like, I was friends with one goth kid, one jock, one nerd or whatever, you know, my school wasn't like that, but just as an example. And so I'm kind of, but the interesting thing is when those friends would invite me to something, I would pretty much always go. So I'm definitely like, if you're interested in something very obscure, I'm going to go check it out with you, even though I don't have an interest in it. So because of that, as an adult, it's very easy for me to make connections with other adults, um, where I feel like most adults feel like making friends is hard as an adult. Um, And for me, yeah, making friends is hard, period. But Finding a common, like, ground with people and relating to people for me is really not hard. So I'm, like, a really good person to, like, go get a coffee with or, like, sit down to eat with or take a class with you never took or something like that because I just know how to relate to people even if they're very different from me because I've been doing it my whole life. Since I never fit in, everybody's different from me, so I always kind of seem like just, I guess, if you like me, I seem like just a chill person that you can just talk to, like an acquaintance or whatever, but I, I'm also really good at giving deep advice, and I, I tend to give people deep advice very early on in the friendship, and I think people are kind of like, it can be off-putting, but um, in certain environments, it's not. I think a gym is one of those environments where it's like, I think the endorphin boost you get from working out helps so maybe that's why I'm just gonna like help somebody kind of open their mind and and I don't think it's gonna be necessarily centered around my studying of the bible although I do try to bring that into you know when I help people I try to say at least god bless you or something if it's especially if it's a stranger but I don't know I don't I don't really know what I'm supposed to say. Even thinking about going to this gym, thinking about it, it makes me anxious because I'm like, oh, I really don't want to go deal with that. I, like, I want to get, I, even 
the other day I talked about how, like, uh, in, the, in my Anger three-part series trilogy, I talked about how I coughed because uh, this cashier coughed on my stuff the day before, and then I, like, coughed when I saw her or whatever, and I felt so dumb afterwards. Um, so now I just don't go when she's working in that place because I just don't want to deal with it. Uh, she's just a negative person, and it's bringing out, like, a shitty part of myself. And it's not something I can control right now. I mean, like, I'm not at that stage in my, like, uh, I guess you could say anger, recovery. Or, I don't know. I'm just not at a point in my life where I can ignore somebody who does stuff like that. I'm going to be 100% honest. But when it comes to, like, the girls at the front desk at, at the gym, I'm at a point where I'm way past that. <laughs> I can ignore the crap out of some girls laughing about me and making fun of my hair, what have you, making fun of my clothes or making fun of me being fat, or, like, what they perceive as fat. Um, I'm way past people making fun of the way I look. <laughs> I'm past it. It's just happened so much to me throughout my life that it's just, like, can you come up with something different? <laughs> like, I'm ugly, my clothes are whack, like, I'm broke. Like, all right, I get it. What, what else? Like, you hear it so much that it's just, like, what the, like, what <laughs> what is the point of you even saying that in the first place and, and and i hate saying this and i used to hate when people used to say this to me like as a kid and even as a young adult i guess i'm still a young adult but as a younger adult like oh um people are just doing that because they're jealous they're just jealous that's why and i'm like no Sorry, got a little cut off there, um, but that was what I wanted to say, so God bless you, and read the Bible, learn something from it. Thanks for listening, bye.